Vice Admiral's log, stardate 61403.7. We're on the brink of disaster. After an unexpected incident swapping neural patterns with Dal Varel on the protostar, I've learned just how mistaken we've been. And I'm left with a splitting headache. Starfleet is in danger. The weapon aboard their ship is a malevolent device called the Living Construct, sent from an alternate future to destroy us. A Trojan horse designed to hijack Starfleet systems the moment a connection is made. Then our fleet will tear itself apart. Thanks to my holographic twin, I now know Chakotay, wherever he is, launched his ship prematurely from enemy hands, which means the weapon won't activate without a manual uplink from the Protostar. His sacrifice bought us a sliver of hope. I fear it will be wasted. There are traitors on the Dauntless. Asensia. And I'm trapped in the brig, using the security feed to record what happened here. If we survive. You say we don't know. We say we don't know. We say... Drag this Well, here we are, <laughs> wonderful people. It's the Davis Flyer back in the quadrant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here we are. Should we say hello? Yeah. Good. Go then. Who was? Yeah, you, you do first. Evie. Youngest daughter. Yeah. What's your favourite version of Star Trek, Eves? Well, like series? Yeah. Voyager. Okay, cool. Hi, I'm Izzy. I'm eldest daughter. My favourite Star Trek series is Deep Space Nine. Okay, good shout. Who else is in the room? Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Mummy Davis, and my favourite Star Trek series is also Deep Space Nine. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. My name is Steve. I am the father of family, and gosh, I don't know. I asked that question, and now I don't know what my answer would be. I guess your answer guess, is next gen. Yeah, please. probably next gen. Okay, but DS Nine is amazing, and really I like true. original series too. So it's tough. That's a real, that's a real cop out. Thank you. <laughs> right before we begin, any yeah. any clarifications, updates, uh, error corrections from previous weeks' episodes that we need to to do? Yes. So yesterday, or when we recorded for oh, episode eighteen, we were having a lengthy discussion on how many ships were in Starfleet. Yes, indeed. Um, and I reached out to my Trek Hive mind. Yeah. And is that the Borg? <laughs> Are my boys the Borg? Yeah, I can know. The Borgs. <laughs> the Borgs. Um, and basically, we were all right in that yeah. it very much depends on when you're talking about, mm -hmm. and there is a lack of consensus. However, mm -hmm. by DS9, there's probably about ten to twelve thousand ships. It's a lot of ships. So that is set considerably before Prodigy. 
Mm. Oh, he just thinks after think thought after <laughs> nineteen episodes that I've learned how to say that. So how come at the Battle of Wolf three five nine they could only get whatever it is thirty nine starships to like a really important sector in space if there are twelve thousand? But you can imagine a lot of them are like you know the deep space up to five years away. Yeah, mm. they're on a deep space mission. Maybe there are some in space dock. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. You haven't got crew because they've all come down with a Tamarian plague or something. (laughs) That's that's true. Also, I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure we accident last episode, we accidentally said that Spock's mate was to Pole. I'm pretty sure we did that. That that was right. I said to Pal. It's pretty wrong. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I just, I, I, because I was then watching, I'm catching up on Strange New Worlds, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) And then I was suddenly waiting. Like, wait, hang on, it's to Pring. Yeah. That's definitely not what we said. To Pow is the Vulcan High Priestess from. Oh, yeah. The, um, what's it called? A mock time. I didn't think you were right, but mm. I couldn't think what the right answer was. So yeah. It didn't seem worth correcting. That's how you cool. roll in this Story about marriage, Cheryl, isn't it? <laughs> I knew you were wrong, but couldn't quite work out how. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Well, that's that frivolity out of the way. Um, we have just watched Prodigy. See how easy that is to say? Prodigy. Prodigy. With Prodigy. The, with the progeny of Prodigy. the diviner. Uh, we've watched Prodigy, season one, episode 19, Supernova, part one. Why, young people, do you think this is called Supernova? Because so everything blows up. Mm-hmm. Everything's like falling in on itself. And much... Yeah, Supernova's like a cascade thing, isn't it? Like Cascade failure. Hang on, doesn't it like, like go in and then like... You. Yeah. 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 Explode out. So, every, so all the ships come in. Come in. And then explode out. Wow. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah. So we've gone right to the end of the episode. Evie, give us a rundown of the episode. In this episode, basically, it's um, it's a continuing from the other episode where they were trying to not contact Starfleet, mm-hmm. which has basically been the whole mission over the series. Yep. Don't answer any hails from Starfleet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, uh, Essentia, the Diviner, and Rednock mm-hmm. come on board their ship and answer the hails, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And then there's a good moral part where the crew gets um, like beat up by Essentia and Rednock, and then they were like, "Hey, get back up again. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Woo." And um, yeah. So basically, Starfleet is being shot up. Mm. And the crew has realised that by the time um, that um, each ship, when it's in, like, distraught danger, Mm. then other more ships come to help. Yeah. So by the time that all the ships are done blowing up, there won't be any Starfleet left. No, Starfleet. Man, that's bad. Well, they called allies as well. And, uh, yeah, and so some Klingons came to help. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good summary, Eve. Well, well done. done. Yeah, good work. What did we like about this episode? What were our favourite things? I liked how, because what Prodigy has also been about, like mm-hmm. as well as teaching kids themes and like important values, mm-hmm. introducing them to Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever an ally ship came in, there was a clear shot of it plus the ship's name <laughs> so they're like this is a vulcan civil civ- civilian ship or whatever mm-hmm. you know like a klingon bird of prey you so know they're vulcan just civilian ship well was it vulcan did you hear them say vulcan 
I'm pretty sure well, a Vulcan something came. It looked like a Vulcan ship, but that would yeah. be a Federation ship. It wouldn't it? be a civilian ship either. Mm. Why not? Because a civilian ship has civilians on it, and why would they come? Because they would come to help. Come to help. Yeah. Be like a tra- I think it was a trader ship. Mm. Yeah. A trade ship. Um, it isn't the Federation comms link. It's just, it's just Starfleet. Starfleet. Is it? Okay. So, and like Federation ships are fine. Okay. Because who else are they going to call other than Federation? Sure, I was thinking exactly the same thing. I let there was a Ferengi ship turned up as well, wasn't it? That was fun. That's pretty Enjoyed cool. seeing that one. Uh, Marauder, I think they are, aren't they? Ferengi Marauder. So I think this episode was uh, probably a joy, apart from them being blown up for anyone who plays Star Trek Online. Yeah. I was going to say it was a lot like a video game. Lots of ships. And at least there were lots of ships, not mm-hmm. like Picard. Uh, they just copy and paste it. You see, I quite like that idea. Like, if you're going to build a ship to do a job, look, you, you make them all like that job. If that's the best ship to do that job, make a hundred of them like you that. You realise that that's a very communist point of view. We could all just be driving the same law. <laughs> very good, comrade. <laughs> Come the revolution, you'll be first against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was good, though. There were lots of good yeah. ships there. Um, it wasn't an Olympic class, which I'm always a fond fan of, the one with the big sp- spherical thing. They're very silly ships. Yeah. Were there any Cali class? I didn't, That's a great show. I didn't see any. Did you see, anyone see a California class? I don't know what they look like. The, the lower decks. The lower decks. Oh, I thought I did with the, with the, um, the cells on the bottom. Mm, I mean, yeah, there were there were variations on that theme, but I don't think I saw. I don't an, think an I saw a Cali class. I don't yeah. understand the difference between the classes. I just kind of look at them and I'm like, oh, that's a ship! Wow. So ships of the same class kind of look similar. So you know the Enterprise E. Yeah. That's Sovereign class. And did you see the USS Sovereign arrive? And it showed the name. Do you know? It. I, I I couldn't read it. Was it the seven three eight one? Yeah. 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 That was the USS Sovereign. <laughs> Which is kind of exciting. Which tells you what you need to know about Evie. She, she, she read the, the number. number. <laughs> <laughs> and and the US Enterprise D, do you know what class of ship that is? Galaxy. Oh, well then, I was asking Evie, dude. Sorry. I but I knew the answer. All right, what's the original Enterprise? What class is that? It's something about... Yeah. Why isn't there such thing as the Enterprise class? And that's a I good feel like question. it is it like one. it's not um, what is it like discovery class or something? No, it's like constitution. 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 I think in some in some ways I think they start some places started talking about the Enterprise A as an Enterprise class, but I don't think it is. And the Enterprise A is constellation class, maybe. We should have invited someone who knows a lot about ships. I know a lot about ships. There's a lot of maybes in there, Steve. <laughs> the Enterprise B is Excelsior class. Okay, well done. And the Enterprise C is Ambassador class. Yeah. This must be like when you're watching something and they pronounce a brand name wrong or something. Yeah. It's just so annoying. Or they pronounce a word wrong. It's just, ah. Uh. You're saying I'm being annoying? Yeah. yeah, but for others, you maybe maybe if you possibly have gotten a ship wrong and yeah. there's someone out there who feels very passionately about ships and it's yeah. like, you know, and they know what it is, they kind of might want to jump through the screen and, yeah. you know. Get in touch. Yeah. Anyway, back to, we got video oh, yeah, sorry, right, yeah. ships there for yeah. a minute. Yeah, there were lots of them. There, there were lots of ships. Well done. Well done, Dad. Mm. They may be many, but we're fast. So let's show it off. On my mark. Yes, Captain.
Alter course, heading zero mark 270. Ah! <laughs> Jacob calls that maneuver the slippery dipsy doodle. Great work, except for that name. What else did we like about the episode? I um, actually enjoyed the fact that there was some sort of um, restitution between Gwen and restitution i don't know that's a good word i don't know if it's the right word did you say (laughs) (laughs) we was glass onion last night it was very good no what what word am i looking for some sort of reconciliation not it wasn't quite reconciliation though was it was it reconciliation yeah i think so just and i really like the fact that we were sort of right in that while he didn't manage to stop the whole thing from happening Mm. we got to see him as a as a father. as a father and as a, a generally a good person who clearly just got a bit waylaid and sidetracked. There was a bit kind of um, uh, Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader bit about that, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. Help yeah. me, father, and then yeah. he does. And I thought, because like sometimes what annoys me is when people tiptoe around death with kids. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a pretty cool way to show mm-hmm. death. And obviously, I loved the reference back to my favourite Voyager episode. Yeah. With the, which was counterpoint with the refugees in the mm. buffer. And actually, that bit got me a little bit choked. And I know we're a bit post Christmas and we're all a bit tired, but I thought that was quite moving. Well, I was going to say something. Star Trek music just hits different sometimes, okay? I was sat there watching this cartoon of like imaginary people trying to get off the Dauntless a bit like, are they gonna make it? Because that music is just a yeah. bit like, yeah. oh, Starship it gets, music gets is, it gets you. But also, good. do you think it makes a difference in that we know of Janeway as a real mm. person, and I'm mm. doing that with imaginary mm. inverted commas, but because we've we've seen her as a live action mm. person, yeah. do you think this would have as much impact if? We weren't already Star Trek fans. I don't know. What do you think, Evie? Evie's trying. Why is Evie laughing at me? Cat's got my phone. Oh, oh. she's not laughing at me. Maggie the cat is attacking Evie. It is excellent. Um, so, how come that ensign took so long to get Janeway out of the brig? If she was all like, "Hey, you're you're brilliant, Janeway." Because I, I was really confused. I thought she was saying how she didn't want her to get out, and then she was just like, "Oh, hey, because I don't know that Voyager episode." <laughs> I thought she was saying because oh, then Janeway apologised. Because then Janeway apologised. I was like, "What is going on?" That bit really confused me. But... Janeway apologised for not recognising her, but as I understand it, that person would have been a child. In um... because I think she was weighing up her sense of duty to mm-hmm. Starfleet because that's something that needs to be taken very seriously. And also, if Janeway had been possessed by some mad person or mm. entity or had lost her marbles then she would be endangering everyone so no i think she did the right thing yeah how how long is it going to be before every person who runs a prison whether science fiction naval or otherwise works out that putting more than one person in charge of the brig might be a good idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's too often isn't it too often they're just like hey do you want to let me out i'm a really great person <laughs> If they hadn't done all of that, like, um, kind of, I knew that moment with um, the person out the brig was needed. But if they hadn't done all that and she just let her out, then they would have wanted to heal. True. Yep. Hey, you think you're a bit bit bunged up, Evie? Yes. You're a bit poorly, aren't you? 
Yeah, okay. Poor you. We're all just a bit run down. We're all, a bit, we're all a bit poorly, aren't well, we? To be fair, I'm all right, and I'm very much hoping you all keep it to yourselves. Well, we are all sitting clustered round yeah. the laptop now. <laughs> Why did we decide to get a two-person sofa and then, like... Well, let's paint the picture for our <laughs> listeners. We're all four of us sitting sitting on a two-person sofa with my laptop in front of us, and Evie is playing uh, on the footstool with uh, the cat, uh, giving the podcast her full attention, obviously. Uh, and um, yeah, it's a it's a, a lovely great. family scene. The Christmas tree still up in the corner, um, and uh, yeah, we're all happily recording this podcast together. Right, okay. What well, where else did we get to, Evie? Did we talk about your favourite bits of the episode? Did we do that already? Yeah, no, no, we didn't. Okay, what are your favourite bits of the episode? Um, my favourite bit of the episode was like the whole fight thing. The, the, okay, there with, were lots of fights. The, <laughs> with the um, the crew, and then having the fight with the um, with Dreadnought. Okay, yeah. Dreadnought. I thought I thought Murph was going to come in and do the whole. Hey, I can knock out Dreadnought. I was quite pleased when I thought they didn't. I, I was, oh, that was funny. It was yeah. funny when he did a little bum slap. My least favourite part was the kiss. Hey, we haven't done the, the kiss. The kiss. Let's talk about oh, the kiss. Gwen, where are you going? To give us a fighting chance. If we cross that line, you can forget Starfleet Academy. We can still talk to them. My father won't try to talk. Dal, listen. If anything happens, I want you to hear this from me. Whoa! What are you doing? I'm so I'm so sorry. I thought that was a moment and we felt the same. Uh, what is it I needed to hear? Uh, you guys were all like, oh, oh you guys are necessary. such, I don't know. You were all like, no, it will ruin them. Ew, I don't want to see it. they were talking. Nothing and happened. happened. And then they just continued talking about something else and it wasn't really mentioned or talked about at all. Kind of like realistic. I don't know. I don't think it. Oh, he got it wrong. Yeah. Mm. But they have their, their, Friendship was built on enough for it not to. Well, she said, "What's them derail them?" But also, Gwen had something important to say. Maybe she just wasn't expecting it. Maybe, maybe there is a future for them as a couple. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm here for. Mm. I hope not, because I think it changes all the dynamic, and then it becomes the Orville, doesn't it? The tip, the couple running the ship. Shush! It doesn't change the dynamic. This is literally you're like. Oh, I never saw it coming. And then in episode one, we were like, oh, there's romantic tension between these two characters. I wonder what will happen. Please, kids. It's the penultimate episode. Of course, something romantic's going to happen. I mean, was like, it romantic? No, I was no, about to say it was Exactly. But guys, it's not like this has been like you've just been hit by a freight train. Oh, stand like... down, Kizog. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching too much Twilight. Yeah. No, sure. Oh. <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure. I watch every now and then. However, I I did start to question like whether or not she'd done the right thing by telling him about Starfleet. Yeah, so, why would I was you do like, that? Yeah. Well, and then I was like, actually, if you were him, wouldn't you be cross to know that she'd known and kept it from him? Yeah. Also, why did she feel like it was her place to tell him? As because well? she loved him as a friend, 
and she wanted to be the one to tell she him. She didn't want someone strange from yeah. Starfleet. When he goes in all cocky and excited, she didn't want him being knocked down like that. But timing, like, he needs to focus on his job. Yeah. No, but it was kind of necessary, don't you think? Because what it gave him a reason to, like, pew, 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 kick butt. Because he was like, right, well, I guess I can't go, but um, my friends need to go. Yes, that was another example of him growing as a person, wasn't it? Mm. Like, I don't get what I want now, but I'm still going to help you get what you want. And Gwyn sat in that captain's chair. He called her captain. Mm. And I am here for it, everybody. Mm. I am here for Captain Gwyn, mm. who should have been captain all along. Mm. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. I enjoyed hearing her non-universal translator voice. I thought that was quite good. Mm. I quite... thought that was just her talking to Rock Top. Oh, you thought that was her being Rock Top's yeah. language? Oh, yeah. That, that's probably because she was idea. talking to Rock Top. Yeah. That makes sense. No, well done, Eve. Hey, Eve, you got something. Well done, Eve. Yeah. Actually, that whole that whole bit was really cool, wasn't it? Mm. It's was like she found purpose, mm. and she was like, "Yeah, yeah." And no, that then... was good. Mm, yeah. But then, like, it was starting to lean on the slightly cringy side. Is anyone else gonna, you know? Because let's let's go through themes here real quick. Because this is gonna dive into three themes. And she was like, "Everyone deserves a place. Everyone, no matter who they are or where they come from, yeah. has a place." Well, that's kind of the whole big message of yeah, the, of the yeah. series, isn't it? And I'm not saying it's not important, guys. I'm just saying I've said this before. I find that stuff kind of cringy. Well, half the stuff you watch is all about that. Yeah. They're just less explicit about it. This is true. Cool. This okay. Is, yeah. So, what, what do we think? Where? How are they going to get out of this pickle next Hang on. week? No, this is definitely Izzy's segment. All oh, right. Okay. This is definitely Izzy's segment. What, I forget what Izzy's segment is now. What Izzy's is segment is what do we want to see happen oh. next episode? Okay. Man, we should have done. Can we re-record all the? Uh, previous episodes we can bring what, in splice in an easy segment, segment. Mm. welcome to izzy segment hosted by me izzy um dad what do you want to see happen next episode um well okay so what do i want to see or what do i think will happen both Okay, well, I think I would like it if they came up with some actual genuine way of solving it that meant that um, like they, they, they manipulated the construct somehow and saved the day and, and did it like in a vaguely realistic way. Like a science-y way. Yeah, science Just science their way out right. of it. Well, I think, well, do you want to know what I actually think is going to Magic. happen? Well, or the equivalent of, yeah, they're going to do some timey-wimey thing, aren't they? Starfleet will all blow up. And then, do you remember Chakotay went back in time? Yeah. yeah. Temporal anomaly nonsense. Right. And I go back and... Is that not science? Well, it's just a bit, you know, like we talked about last episode. What's it's that thing? What's that thing where they bring in the god from the... Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, so it's going to be one of those, isn't it? Hey, look, we're going to do a Deus Ex Machina, but it's time. No, travel. I'm just saying, did you have a problem when it was a wormhole outside of Deep Space Nine? No. That wasn't time. Did you have that a wasn't problem? Time. No, that wasn't time. <laughs> no, we're just talking about wormholes, though. 
Oh, well, <laughs> I'm specifically saying time travel. Time, time travel is a cop out in sci-fi. Timing. You reckon? Yeah. Unless it's Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, that's the whole. But that's the whole. That's the whole premise of the series, though. Like, like. It's worth just clarifying. Time travel both creates and solves the problem in Doctor Who. Yes. Whereas in Star Trek, it's meant to be, you know, let's science our way out of it. And every now and again, just for fun and laughs and giggles, it's a bit of time travel. But like to solve the whole series, I don't, I don't like that. Okay, you do you. Okay, well, it might not. I hope it's not that. But no, but I don't think worry. it will be completely time travel. What I think will happen, ready? Mm. Being your segment and all. Yeah, sorry, this is Izzy's segment, guys. Let's remember who's in charge. Mm. Chakotay, with he's united the people back on their home planet since right. he's been on it, oh, right? Gamora. Is that where they are? Where is no, he? He's on the founder, the diviners, the founder. Who's the founder? That's from Deep Space Nine. Okay, thanks. Yeah. No, thank you. The Diviner, um, he was stuck on the Diviner's home planet. Is he? Yeah, okay. yeah. He escaped off the ship. He's going to unite <laughs> the two because they're arguing and fighting and stuff. Okay. He's going to have assembled a fleet. Mm. The, the time anomaly is going to reappear. They're going to come zooming in okay, so we don't with mind a solution that. Right, yeah, okay. to the construct because they built the construct in the first place. Got right? it. Okay, I will accept that. That is what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Right. That'll be fair enough. Evie? What I would like to see happen is a Voyager reunion. <laughs> but... I don't know what's going to happen. So, like, all the Voyager crew turn up and fix yeah. things. Yeah. That, would be, that would be cool. <laughs> I'd love that. Like, Milana tour. Yeah, Milana just rocks like we up. I've heard about it by now, though. If well, that was happening. Maybe. Because yeah. it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, but we were told about Paris being in a um, Lower Decks episode, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Before that was released. Yeah, but sometimes they keep this stuff super secret. Super. If it's, like, the big series finale. Or, like, like... Like what? You're mouthing something behind your hand now. Like, this is like, like you're trying to hide it from the microphone. No, because the... I'm worried that it's spoilers. Then I'm thinking everyone pretty much knows. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Skip two minutes. Right. <laughs> like they right. managed to keep oh, no, that kind of secret until the Okay, yeah, yeah. Isabel just referenced a popular Marvel movie at that point, so we won't spoil yeah. that because... Which know. one? Sarah, what do you think is going to happen? Um, Whoa, no. Oh, sorry, this is, yeah, okay. Sarah, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen in next episode? <laughs> you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, I think your dad might be Ooh. right. I think it's going to be some sort of temporal thing. Well, that hurt, didn't it? Yeah, that hurt you. <laughs> yeah, but I do think you're right. I mean, I'd like to see them science their way out of it, but they haven't managed to do that so far mm. with the weapon, and now it's you know gone viral, mm. uh, like actually gone viral. Um, so your mum yeah. made a funny. Was it funny? That was good. Was I mean, when you laugh at your own funny, is it a funny? <laughs> Mummy didn't laugh. She did. She went, <laughs> viral. Okay, but mum, I love and respect you no, anyway. Go away. Come here. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> love. Okay. All right. So, is that the end of Izzy's segment? Um. Thank you for listening to Izzy's segment. I really hope you enjoyed it. I'm now gonna hand over to the not so great host. <laughs> Oh, that's me. Um, so there we are. I think we've reached kind of the end of our thoughts. Unless anybody has any final thoughts before we go to the uh, the f- viewer feedback. Um, anybody got any thoughts? Any thoughts? No, no, no. Okay, all right. Um, so Sarah, tell us about all the listener feedback we've had. 
Well, um, I think everyone's just full of mince pies and left over turkey. What? what? No one has. Oh, no. Could we like fake one? I like eaten mince pie all Christmas. If you don't, well, I think that's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, um, look. So there was the question about Deep Space Nine that you responded to on the Twitter sphere. Yeah, was that what Dave? Was, was that a that was Dave. Dive? Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's Dave that? Kitchum. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Hi, Dave. What did you say? He, he was asking about um, like. Where's all the DS9 stuff in Prodigy? And I said that I didn't think there really was very much. Mm-hmm. No, Apart I from the Defiant so. turning up in that episode. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. Um, because I think Deep Space Nine is a lot of a darker. Mm. It's a lot darker. Well, so maybe. I hope what they're doing there is because it, it, there hasn't been very much DS9 in any of the new stuff. Picard, Lower Decks, I mean, there's a bit of DS9 in Lower Decks. I'm... I hope what they're doing is keeping well clear of it so they do some big thing with it and they don't have to stick to canon things that they've established to restrict What was them. I going to say? No, because your dream of what would happen, the solution, Cisco comes flying. <laughs> oh, that would be a Deus Ex <laughs> Literally. That would be oh man, could you imagine? Cisco comes. The Bajoran wormhole opens up above Earth and spits out Ben Cisco, who proclaims peace, love, and understanding to the universe. Man, Deep Space Nine is a difficult series to do anything like further with because like they didn't really go anywhere. They didn't really do much. No, they like, had a full-on war. No, yeah. Um, how are they going to include that in Prodigy or something? Like, well, wouldn't that be fun like Voyager? The whole thing with the whatever that species was. Kazan Ogla. The Kazan Um, and like they don't, they can't really have moments like the one between Janeway and the person in the break because like they didn't really do. Mm, sure. They didn't leave. They didn't go out and like sort of as much as the other ships. Anyway. Okay, well, right. you can have your... I mean, did you watch Deep Space Nine? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think that you was did. was like eight. Right, okay. Okay. Okay, we need to rewatch Deep Space Nine. Ugh, I would be here for it. I yeah. love Deep Space Nine. Okay, all right then. So, it just leaves us the big series finale uh, next week. Well, tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. Because <laughs> guess what, folks? We are... Ahead. We're up to speed. We're up to speed. Yeah. We have only gone and done it. Yeah. I mean, this might make sense to all the people who listen back in the next few months, having uh, you know, heard all the amazing feedback that we've got when we go viral on Twitter and everybody re listens to these. What's on Twitter anymore, Steve? We should go on the Stag Room. On what? On Instagram. What's this? On Instagram. All oh, right. What's the Stag Room? Instagram. The Stag Room. Yeah. Stag- oh, it's an anagram of no, Instagram. No, it's not. No? It's just Instagram pronounced weirdly. Instagram. Instagram. Oh, oh man, I, f- I sound like one of those old people. That's because even you I are. got that, and I don't even have Instagram. We are officially old, Steve. Instagram. I, well, I thought this was like some new dubious social media thing. Like, what's the other one? One of my the, children. The be real. No, ma. Mastodon. Mastodon. Well, yeah, that's like fake yes. Twitter, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. It all seems, it took me long enough to learn how to use Twitter. I'm yeah. not starting again now. Yeah. Facebook automatically gets downloaded onto Samsung phones. Good stat, Eves. Thanks for that. Any other factoids you want to share oh with us? Guys, no. Okay. Well, it's been lovely having you, folks. I'm glad that you could come on this journey with us. Mm. Like I said last episode, we're still cruising at Warp 7. Uh, we've had 
no injuries for the past three days on board the Davis Flyer. There have been no major incidences. <laughs> yeah, no, warp call's only been ejected once, mm. so that's pretty successful, I would say. Um, there's been no infighting. Go us. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, it's okay, been yeah. I mean, on the Davis Flyer, on the Davis Flyer, um, the brig's empty. Uh, I hope you guys had a Not great time listening. If you didn't, don't tell us. We don't need that kind of negativity. Okay, <laughs> only positivity here, folks. Uh, but but not the toxic sort, just the nice no, sort. Just yeah. yeah, no toxic positivity and no negativity. Yep. Well, I hope you guys have a great continual living. Um, this is quite distracting. Okay, you need to learn how to exit. Exit. I can't finish. I'm just going to keep going. Like one of those symphonies. Okay. <laughs> Bye, bye. It's a bye from me. Oh, you, okay. You're coming up with like two Ronnies. It's goodbye from him, and it's goodbye. Yeah, right. Anyway, bye. 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 Look the Hi, I'm Kate Mulgrew, and I voice Catherine Janeway in Star Trek: Prodigy. This week's lesson is that an act of apology can go a very long way. When we've been hurt by others, we can feel angry towards them. Repentance is when someone who's wounded us takes steps to make things right. Whoa! What are you doing? I'm so, I'm so sorry. I thought that was a moment and we felt the same. <laughs> Actions often speak louder than words, as we saw in this week's episode of Star Trek Prodigy. Gwyn faces her father, the Diviner, who has wronged her in many ways. In a last act of apology, the Diviner proves his love for Gwyn holding it above his need for revenge. Father! Gwyn is able to move forward with the knowledge that her father truly does love her and can forgive him for his misplaced anger. On my mark, go fast. We're gonna have some fun. This is so exciting! Star Trek Prodigy. Stream all episodes with your family exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.